When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Welcome to Talking Real Money, the podcast, the video, the way of life. This is a way of life. Talking the talking real money, real money, real investing way of life. We want you to get money right so that you enjoy a great future. And we're doing it now via audio and video. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock. And we're glad you're there. Now, this is, uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday, the 12th of May. Last Saturday, actually, I didn't watch it on Saturday. I never watch it live because I don't stay up that late anymore. So I watch it the next day on Hulu or YouTube or whatever. You're uh, talking I watched, the evening news? No, Saturday uh, Saturday Night Live. I'm kidding. I kidding. watched Saturday yeah. Night Live because I wanted ah. to see how Elon Musk did. And, and You're kind of hip, give, too. You're one of those people that pays attention yeah. to these things. I give him I give him reasonably high marks. He, he did a good job. Apparently, he did like every segment, too, or something. Yeah, I only watched a couple. I my my two I, I my favorite segments are the cold open, which this time was a Mother's Day one. Live it, from yeah. Seattle, it's no, that's not um it. and and weekend update because I find the the anchors to be just brilliantly witty. Uh, but Elon appeared as a investment professional, as a character with glasses, in that segment of the show. And he and Michael Che and Colin Yost from Saturday Night Live were uh, discussing cryptocurrencies, in particular, Dogecoin. What is Dogecoin? Well, it actually started as a joke based on an internet meme. Mm -hmm. But now it's taken off in a very real way. Okay, but what is Dogecoin? Well, it was created in 2013 and has a circulating supply of 117 billion coins. Of which 113 billion have already been mined. All right, cool. So what is Dogecoin? <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's a digital currency. Like, okay, for instance, this is a dollar, right? It's real. Say sorta. Yeah, sorta okay. real. Yeah. So what is Dogecoin? <laughs> About as real as that dollar. I come on, are you making any sense of this? Me? Well, I've, I've actually been reading a lot about it, yeah, and uh, I'm trying to diversify my investment portfolio. Uh, my question is, what is Dogecoin? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. It's a good question. Well, it's the future of currency. It's an unstoppable financial vehicle that's going to take over the world. I, I get that, but uh, what is it, man? <laughs> I keep telling you, it's a cryptocurrency you can trade for conventional money. Oh, so it's a hustle. Yeah, it's a hustle. Why did you say that, man? Now, while that was funny, and it was funny, uh, there was an interesting thing that happened there at the end, if you notice. At the end, at the end, 
they got Elon Musk to admit in character that Dogecoin was, quote, a hustle. <laughs> it's, and we've been saying it for ages. Dogecoin is a is a game. And Elon Musk, I guarantee you, he played it because he's looking at it going, it's like two cents a Dogecoin. I, I can lose two cents. He's made a fortune on or, it. But or a thousand two cents. Thousands of fortunes. <laughs> yeah. But what over happened over. right there at the end was very telling about you as investors. You are easily swayed. You are emotional creatures, and you don't invest. You play. You gamble, and you do it emotionally. Here's what happened. Right there at the very end, the neat thing about cryptos is they trade all the time, in real time. In that segment of Saturday Night Live, when it aired live, the price of Dogecoin fell from somewhere in the 70 cent range to the 40 cent range. Like that. Just. And it was all because so many people follow Elon Musk and do what Elon says to do. People, you react emotionally. And we hear this and see it all the time. Of course, last spring was much more prevalent. There were there were people that were actually that I was talking to on the phone were actually crying last spring after the portfolios had gone down 15, 20%. But I I've seen it even more this year. Two sides of it that are fascinating. There's the the risk taker side, the greed side. I just talked to someone the other day who in his retirement account, he's has a brokerage link. He actually could go out and buy individual stocks. So guess what stocks he went and bought about a month ago? Tech stocks, right? The high flyers, the things that made Kathy Wood a lot of money at ARC over the last mm -hmm. year. And guess what happened in the following month? They all went down a lot. And his 401k went down a lot. There was no reason for him to be doing that. Absolutely horrible greed, excess excitement. Then there's the other side. Uh, a, but a woman again, that I've known why for did he years. do it? Why did he do he it? He did it because I think at the end of the day, he got jealous. He got fear of missing out, got seeing all these other people making easy money in these tech stocks. Why am I not doing that? Then on the other side, a woman I've known for 35 years who inherited a lot of money and has been not managing it very well the last three or four years, called me earlier this year and <laughs> had the money at a major brokerage and said, I told my broker to take it all out because the market's going down. And I said, it's what? It's going down. I said, uh, well, you don't know. It has to go down. It's done nothing but go up. And she's completely sure that we're headed to a big crash. And you may have read any number of people on the internet that say the same thing. So I've seen two sides of this. It's a fascinating thing. And so I always go back to the people I trust when I see this. I trust, Don and I both trust, a guy named Jason Zweig. If you want to know what your brain is doing to you around these issues, read his book, Your Money and Your Brain, because in there, he shows you gambling, the emotion created, your brain reacts to gambling, the same as, as taking drugs. It's a high. You're excited. You're, it's all worked up. It's right there in your brain telling you, I, you got to give me more of this. I love it. 
Then on the other side of it, when you lose money, your brain acts the same as it's in mortal danger. Going back, you know, thousands of years ago and you're being chased down by a mastodon or whatever. Can we say that mastodon? I, so here's the thing. No, you I, gotta I, I don't know think that. it was the mastodon doing the chasing. It wasn't running. It was probably, probably the saber tooth tiger. There you go. Or velociraptor. The point of the matter is your no, brain no, works era. against you. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep going until I hit the right one. It works against when you should feel fear. You feel greed. I mean, people are mostly euphoric today because the market's gone up. You should feel the other way. You should feel about risk because when the market's high, it has a tendency to correct from time to time. So the point of the matter is what you just said, Don, is you need to figure out how to squeeze the emotion out of your money. I got a couple ideas around that. Number one, automate everything. Automate paying your bills, automate saving, automate investing so that you cannot get in the way of it. You can't mess. My 401k, the money comes out every check. It goes in. It goes into the portfolio I designed. That's it. I, I don't even really look at it. Uh, but once every three or four or five months, there is no reason for me to. It's automated. The second part of this is this the harder around the emotions. I think it, instead of <laughs> regretting things, you should be looking for forgiveness and the other part is, this is so hard for me to tell people, but I truly, in my life, I feel a great sense of gratitude about all the great things that have happened to me. It hasn't always been terrific. Don knows this better than most. There's been some bumps along the way, but I have a great sense of gratitude. And so I don't feel jealous of others when I look at the fact that Elon Musk has come out of nowhere in the last 10 years to be what, the second richest person in the world or first, whatever it is, depending on... Bezos and uh, Gates, marital situations day to day. So, I mean, I don't look at the world that way. I'm grateful for what I have. And that is, I get it. I can't just tell you to feel that way. But when it comes to your money, you're going to be better off if you can indeed find more of that gratitude and let go the jealousy. I'll put it that way. And you will discover, most of you, you think when the market is doing really well, that you are perfectly capable of managing the ups and downs of the market. You'll say to yourself, we know because we hear you say it to us, in the market, I'm, I'm expecting the market to go down. I'm fine. I have the right portfolio for when it does go down. It will go down. And most of you won't handle it well. You'll berate yourself for not getting out before because you could see it coming. I mentioned this in the in yesterday's podcast. Experts around the globe said for the past 10 or more years that they could see the decline in bond prices coming. They told you to stay out of bonds for 10 years, a period over which if you'd been in them, you made out really, really well. There are perma bears who've been saying for the last 10 years, the stock market is about to crash. Well, if you'd listened to them, you would have done very, very poorly. The reality is you won't know when it's going to go down. We do know it will go down. And when it does go down, that's why you have a diversified portfolio. Darn it. And the right balance between stocks and bonds. That should be well before any market correction or market upturn. And the right balance for you. Go to Talking Real Money and take our risk quiz. It's free. No obligation. No salesperson will call. It's easy. 
So go do and that. And we, are we doing the uh, free home kit of electrodes just to add a little shock to the whole thing? Yeah, you know, we tried that, but three people died. And, uh, oh, well, that, well, I, I can't laugh your, at that. That's, your voltage was way kidding, too high. We're kidding. Now you just said that, and now we're going to get banned from, <laughs> from YouTube. Again. Three people figuratively <laughs> died. Not I want to use the term figuratively. They, okay. you know, like, like when you laugh so hard, you die. You just, I just died laughing. That's figurative. Right. And so, we'll you know, pe- nobody, that that no real people were killed doing a risk quiz in the making, in the making of this, in the making of this video. All right. Uh, you have to bleep out the word. Oh, wait, die what happened now. to the guy behind me though? Apparently something you no, can't, you know, that joke only left. works once. <laughs> no, it's going to keep working for no, me. No, no, just for you. Okay. You know, we're going to watch our, our subscriber numbers at YouTube start to go down. If you keep <laughs> which, beating the which dead, we can't go down that dead much. horse chair thing. I'm giving you a question before you say something else. Oh yeah, please. Here you go. Okay. This was yeah. sent in at talkingrealmoney.com. You can also call them in at 855-935-TALK. You, what? What? 935-TALK. How do you send in a question at Talking Real Money? I don't even know how to do that. You go Is to the contact form. Okay. I didn't know. Well, uh, wait, okay. if you're going to a website and you want to get in touch with the people behind the website, how do you I, do that? I usually set a fire outside of their office and then they notice they come running out. You want to talk to us? Yes, I did want to talk to you. Is this Bank of America? I want to yeah, talk Bank to of America. you. Sorry. All right. Here it is. This is about Roth IRA yeah. investment strategy. Shh. Oh, okay. All right. I opened a Roth IRA. I've listened to Dave Ramsey and he has helped me immensely with creating an emergency fund and getting out of debt. I am ready to start investing in a Roth, and I like his format of of investing in four different mutual funds, large cap, mid cap, small cap, international, investing equal amounts in each fund. However, based on risk, I would prefer to invest in passive funds rather than his recommendation of managed mutual funds. Is this a good idea, or should I seek out a financial advisor to select managed mutual funds in hopes of beating the market? Also, my bank, Schwab, offers a robo-advisor, intelligent portfolio. Should I consider this for my Roth or stick with mutual funds for long-term investing? Thomas, that is well, a... Well, okay, there's that two is, parts. That, that is a softball. You can no, hit that out know. of there's the two park. Parts. There's two parts. I'll go to the second part first. Should this person use the Schwab IP program or should they build their own portfolio? Well, that depends on you. If you want to manage your own portfolio... You can go, we give you three funds you could do at uh, Schwab. Paul Merriman gives you 10 funds you could do at Schwab. I think either one is a great portfolio, easy to do, but you got to do it and then you got to rebalance it. Are you willing to do that? If not, go with the Schwab IP plan. Very low expense, no trading expenses. I think that's terrific. Uh, The second part of that kind of refers to what you raised is, do you believe that someone can beat the market? beat the market. Um, I don't because I haven't found them for a long period of time. So no, I would use the passive or index funds again, alluded to earlier, either at the talkingrealmoney.com website or at paulmerriman.com. But if you think you have found the guru, the next Harry Dent, oh, that's right. He didn't work out. Whoever. You haven't. You haven't. You haven't. Trust so me, Dave ha- Dave Ramsey hasn't. Dave doesn't The know. funds he's referring to are the American oh, are funds. The funds? Oh. They're the American funds, and they're sold through the brokers that Dave gets paid to send you to. 
and he gets paid handsomely to send you to these stockbrokers who will make a commission, by the way, on most American funds up to $100,000. It's 5.75%. Or in some cases, these advisors will sell you an American funds portfolio made up of C shares with average annual expenses of between 1.2 and 1.5% per year. Now, let me just put that in perspective. If you wanted to hire your own full-service, personal investment advisor, you would pay that or less for ongoing advice all the time, financial planning ongoing, tax help ongoing, not tax returns, but you know, tax planning. And, and as a matter of fact, if you our firm, if you worked with us with our ETF portfolio, at the highest price, it's about one less than 1.2%. Yeah, like 1.15. Um, so yeah, no, there's no reason to pay extra for those funds, which over time we would expect return less, both for the reason of higher expense yeah. and for the fact that they're actively managed. They're trying to see the future, which no one knows, sorry to say. No, no one knows it. And uh, they're never going to know it. They'll claim they do because that's the magic trick that they pull. But remember, all magic tricks are mere illusions. They're not real magic. Same with the investment well, well, advice industry. Well, don't say anything about Christmas because you're going to ruin the season for me. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw my, uh, saw my uh, four-year-old niece last night and, and yeah, <laughs> she, she learned some bad words because oh, no. she's four, you know, and her parents probably say them. So she learned some bad uh, words. And so my daughter said, because my daughter doesn't want her to think there are bad words. You know, she's a new agey kind of child. Yeah. And she goes, you can't say that because Santa can hear you. <laughs> no, because grandpa's here. <laughs> and she said, you oh, can't by the say way, that in front of grandpa's or Santa. And Santa well, can hear if everywhere. If we're going to do those stories, then when I was out with my four-year-old grandson the other day, and of course I curse at people, as you know, while I'm driving. And yes, after about yes, three of me goes, do. why are you angry with the other driver's grandpa? <laughs> so I had to think to myself, self, don't say that anymore. Let it go. You do. So, you yell advice. at everybody on the road. I know. I just oof, and, control And, and when I do sure. once in a while, I use you as an excuse. Debbie goes, oh, okay. don't yell at me. I go, Tom does it more than I do. <laughs> that is very mature really of me, a poor example. Yeah, yeah, very mature really, of me. Very bad idea. Do you want one more question before we go? No, I don't. I've got to go. I got to go. It's I, on this I, I know I'm supposed to be at this gig in 15 minutes and it takes 10 minutes to get there and oh, I got to change. All right. We won't so, do sorry. another question, but we'll do it another time. <laughs> uh, I'll do it. I'll do <laughs> Call it. Call Saturday. I'll, no, I won't do it because we're doing the Paul podcast this week too. Yes, we are. Oh, wow. We got, we got a lot, a lot going to look on. forward to. All right. Uh, thanks for being a part of the podcast, everybody. We're so glad you're out there. We got to go let Tom go to a meeting or something. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being there. Thanks for telling people. Thanks for leaving reviews. You're all the best. Uh, along with Tom Cock, I'm Don McDonald, hanging out, talking real money. Bye. Talking real money. That the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. 
XO, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.